Welcome to the podcast that will teach you how to successfully invest in and build steady streams of passive income from the highly lucrative niche of mobile home park investing. Veteran real estate investors Kevin Bupp and Charles Dehart from Mobile Home Park Academy will personally share with you the valuable lessons they've learned along their journey as mobile home park investors so that you too can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this extremely lucrative niche. So without further ado, let's welcome your hosts for today's show, Kevin Bupp and Charles Dehart. Welcome guys and gals to the Mobile Home Park Academy's special series on the 21 biggest mistakes new investors make when purchasing their first mobile home park and how you can avoid them. I am your host, Kevin Bupp, along with my co-host and business partner, Charles Dehart. Charles, tell our listeners about the big mistake we're going to be covering today. Thanks, Kevin. Big mistake number nine is buying a park in a floodplain. And this topic is very important because floodplains can be very expensive. Uh, they can wreak havoc on, your havoc on your private utilities and they can be a danger to your tenants. Okay, so we can't get like pontoons to uh, to, to to like hook onto our mobile homes that are in these parks that are that might be in a floodplain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure your tenants don't want to be driving to work in a boat. Yeah, right, exactly. So, tell us about. I mean, just really quickly, how do we even determine if a park we're looking at might be in a floodplain or not? Well, typically, you can talk to the county. Uh, most of the times, the inspector will know immediately if that park is in a floodplain. Uh, an easier solution would be to go online to that county's GIS system, and usually there's a button you can click when you're looking at the map that will overlay the floodplains. And then thirdly, it's, it, this is going to be a uh, resource that we provide to you guys. There's a Google Earth add-on uh, produced by FEMA that you can, you can use in conjunction with your Google Earth, and it'll show you all the floodplains. Okay, and there's different types of floodplains, aren't there? Yeah, there's a 500-year floodplain and a 100-year floodplain. And it, it really just has to do with uh, the level of risk for a flood in that area. Okay. And, I mean, should we always shy away from a park if it's in a floodplain or if part of it's in a floodplain? Well, it really depends on what part of the park is in a floodplain. Uh, if if you count the homes and you see that maybe 10% of the homes are in a floodplain, that's probably not going to be something you would shy away from. But something you might shy away from is if half the park is in a floodplain or if all of your entrances are in a floodplain or if a uh, majority of your, your homes are in a floodplain, or maybe even if you have a private utility system. Yeah, yeah, that could be an absolute nightmare. If you're in a floodplain, you're on septics, and, uh, and your park floods. It wouldn't be a good thing. It wouldn't be a good situation. So tell us about uh, how, how banks and insurance companies look at these parks, Charles, that might be in floodplains, because this, this is going to raise an issue with both of them, I mean, both on the financing side and on the insurance side, isn't it? Yeah, but banks and insurance companies, they, they don't really like this. And uh, when you're in a floodplain, it is mandatory that you carry flood insurance, and it can be very expensive. So that on the front end with, with the insurance company, um, you're going to have to build in a lot of buffer for that insurance. Uh, and then with banks, uh, banks are usually all over the map on this. And uh, I guess the perfect example was we looked at a park in Memphis that was completely in a floodplain. And uh, that, that particular bank that had that REO property, they, they had been the ones that financed that. And ultimately... They got that park back, and they're demolishing it right now. Hey, guys. Kevin Bupp here from the Mobile Home Park Academy. I'm very sorry for interrupting your show, but I have something really special I'd like to share with you. 
If you haven't heard already, Charles and I are offering something really cool here at the Mobile Home Park Investing Podcast, and I just wanted to make sure that you knew about it. We're offering a free 30-minute phone consultation with the two of us, where you can ask us anything that you'd like about mobile home park investing. Maybe you're brand new and you just have a few questions that you'd like answered. Or maybe you want to run a deal past us and have us help you walk through the evaluation process. Or maybe you're an already experienced park owner and you just want to bounce a few ideas off of us. Whatever it is, Charles and I, we're very excited to speak with you. And there's absolutely no ulterior motive with these calls, so you don't need to worry about us trying to upsell you or pitch you on some kind of product or service. These calls are simply our way of giving back and connecting with others who share our same passion for this business. And just to reiterate, it doesn't matter if you're brand new or a seasoned investor. These calls are open to everyone, but there is one catch. It has to relate to mobile home parks. And so if you'd like to schedule that free 30-minute call with Charles and I, please send an email to freecall at mobilehomeparkacademy.com. Again, free call at mobilehomeparkacademy.com, and almost immediately you'll receive an email back with a link to our calendar. And if you haven't received that email within five minutes or so, be sure to check your junk folder, okay? Sometimes it ends up there. And when you go to schedule that time on our calendar, please include a little background on yourself as well as what you'd like to discuss on our call, but please be sure that it relates to mobile home parks. Charles and I really look forward to connecting with you, and we look forward to helping you in your journey to success as a mobile home park investor. Now let's get back to the show. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a scary situation. And I would guess that most insurance companies, if they even even if they would insure your park um, that was in a floodplain, you'd probably be able to get business interruption coverage on your through your insurance, so that if a flood came through and it wiped out half the homes that were in the park, I'm assuming that you could probably get some insurance coverage for that loss of income. But it's not going to last the entire time. And who's to say that those tenants are going to bring their home or buy a new home and bring it back in your park? So it just it could be absolutely catastrophic. Well, your loss of income insurance, too, doesn't really cover you for the entire loss of income. So once you have a unit on that on that space, whether or not it's rented, a lot of times that loss of uh, income insurance goes away. Yeah, actually, I think it's once that space is actually ready to have a home back on it is when that loss of insurance, uh, loss of income insurance goes away. It, you don't, there w- it might not even be a home on it yet, but as long as that pad is ready to be occupied again by a home, at that point in time, the loss of income insurance will go away. I think that's that's what I that's the last time I heard. So I'm sure it varies with different insurance companies, but either way, you know, the moral of the story here, Charles, is that. If you're if you're going to look at a park, whatever park you're looking at, just make sure that you uh, you know, look on look on a flood map and make sure that park isn't in a floodplain. Any portion of it, if it is, just make sure you do your homework. Make sure you do your due diligence properly and uh, just cover all your bases. That's right. And there's one additional step that you can look at. We've seen other park owners do this. Is uh, every now and then you can you can actually build up the ground underneath the trailer and uh, remove that home out of the floodplain. Again, this is very expensive and you need to build those into your numbers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, that's all we have for today's episode, guys. Uh, before Charles and I say goodbye, I'd like to ask a, a small favor of you, if I could. If you love what we're doing here and feel that the information that we're sharing with you adds value to you in your business, then please take a minute and go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. And to show our appreciation to those of you that take the time to do that, Charles and I have decided to give away a free copy of our cold call script that we use when calling park owners. And we've never given this away to anyone before, but we'll give it to you for free if you go over there and leave that five-star rating and review. And here's how you're going to redeem your gift from us. After submitting your review on iTunes, go ahead and send us an email to gift at mobilehomeparkacademy.com and tell us who you are and what screen name you use to leave your review. And we'll go ahead and send you your free gift. This is your host, Kevin Buck. And Charles Dehart. Signing off. 
Congratulations for taking the necessary steps to achieving massive success through the highly lucrative niche of mobile home park investing. Be sure to visit our website, mobilehomeparkacademy.com, to download your free digital ebook version of the 21 biggest mistakes investors make when buying their first mobile home park and how you can avoid them. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe to our free monthly mobile home park investing newsletter, which is jammed full of valuable tips, tricks, and strategies to help you accelerate your path to success as a mobile home park investor. More information about this podcast and its hosts can be found by visiting mobilehomeparkacademy.com.